Welcome to the Cosmic Healing Podcast. This is the show for the soul who is excited to welcome in more freedom, abundance, and quantum healing in their life. Hi, I'm Vaughn. My magic is in treating all aspects of this human existence, mind, body, and spirit, because it is all connected. In this podcast, I will be sharing stories of transformation so you can know, witness, and understand what's possible for you too when we play together in the cosmos. Let's go. Hello, hello. I am sitting here with my dear friend, Tracy Muntz. She is definitely one of the wisest women that I know. Like literally, you ooze wisdom. And to be sitting across from me right now with this little microphone thingy in front of us, I just am so grateful for the divine intervention that has brought us together to this point in our relationship of healing and, but ultimately friendship. And um, I am excited for people to hear your voice and your wisdom and more about your journey of, because this past year has been very, very expansive for you. And, you know, we're all on this journey of self-discovery and wanting more for our lives, you know, and really honoring that inner wisdom that is guiding us for more. And even though we have no idea what that more is, it's like, but I'm going, I'm going for it. And you are the embodiment of going for it. So hello, Tracy. Oh my goodness, I love you so much. Seriously, to be able to be sitting here uh, across from you and being like, I mean, these this conversation that we're going to have right now, we have so often. We just like, when I'm around you, I feel, I, I was like, my heart expands when I'm around you. Your family are the be- most beautiful family. Seriously, thank you. Thank you for inviting me in. I really appreciate it. I'm excited to talk. Yes. I'm excited to talk. And um, I'm a little nervous now because now I have to be wise. <laughs> but, it, but it oozes out of you. So you don't have to try it all because it's like the most natural thing of Tracy is thank wisdom. Thank you. Um, so tell us a little bit about... Because I know we met through Tracy Litt's mm-hmm. um, group. So you have had been with me in the large containers. You did two of those, right? I did. So Tracy Litt is a an amazing, powerful, um, brilliant, empowerment coach, mindset coach that is just awesome. And she hosts these incredible um, retreats, like mm-hmm. empowerment retreats. Mm-hmm. And um, I met you the first year. I've done it for three years. And you were there the first two. So start there where where our paths crossed and we got to fall in love with each other. Well, I'm going to start a little bit earlier than that because there's somebody that like brought me into TL's world. Um, so in 2018, I had a major breakdown, like an emotional breakdown. I had just purchased a new building. It was the most money I'd ever spent in my entire life, a half a million dollars to expand my business. Uh, and I I was nowhere near uh, capable of doing something like that. We went to Mexico. I had a mini breakdown. Normally, when I'd go to Mexico, we could 
like slide right into being free and um, this one it was tough and I filled my head with the only thing I knew to do and that was um, Tony Robbins you'll hear me talk about a lot about TR because he, he is him and Tracy Litt yourself there's been so many beautiful teachers that I've masters of the game that I have learned from in this last few years but in doing that work of hearing, I had a, a breakthrough, a, an enlightenment, so to speak, that I knew that there was more and I needed to seek out people. Um, just to fast forward a little bit, I started um, I started in a mastermind in my local community of Minneapolis and I met this beautiful woman named Julie and Julie was in TL's world, Tracy Litt's world. Um, and Julie, it was the first time that TL was really starting to use her new gift, her gift. Um, and she was in, you know, she, Julie was in TL's world. So Julie's like, Hey, there's an event coming up in January and this happened to be 2020. Um, I'd really love for people to go. Will you go with me? And I procrastinated, procrastinated. Finally, in September, I'm like, fine, I'll do it. And I just clicked the button because I was all in. Like, I knew once I got into personal growth, I, like, it was like a dog with a bone, man. I was in, like, 100% um, and knew that I wanted to be that person that I envisioned in my head. So I went to Tracy's first event um, and it was her first event. Um, it was my first live event like that. Uh, I take that back. It was actually my third, but um, it was my first with Trace. And um, wow, 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 wow. Like to be in a room with that many powerhouse women was outrageous. And you were there. I had never done breath work in my entire life. And you did the fire breath and I hated it. Like, it was hard. Like, really hard. And there was people in that room that were having even more difficult time than me. So my first experience is the fire breath through the nose, right? Like that, ugh, it was so hard. It was so hard. Um, but in that, I was able to release. Um, there was a moment in there that I saw my mom and dad my mom and dad are both passed and they were just sending me love. And I remember um, seeing my little girl, my little inner girl at a bus stop and picking her up. I picked her up in that session um, of breath work. Like she like, we became one. Uh, and it was so beautiful. Like, and it was such a perfect timing because what happened in 2020 really set the course for my for my personal growth. Uh, I immersed myself into TL's world. Like every week I was in front of this woman. You would come into that group sporadically and do breathwork sessions. So breathwork and meditation was something that was integral in my growth in 2020 as well as mindset work which is what Tracy is so well known for um you know creating beliefs creating uh incantations of who I was uh one of them is is that um everything is happening for me 
right? Like everything is happening for me. The universe is conspiring in my favor. And at first those were just words to me, but as, as I did the work, the daily work, the, the, the inner work, uh, those things became very true and very evident in my life. Um, so that was, you know, 2020 was a, and Man, it's, it's hard to say because I know and I have such a heart for the people that have really struggled or did really struggle in 2020. I mean, my business, I'm in the restaurant industry. So imagine, you know, I'm in the restaurant industry. Everything gets shut down. And even more so than that, I had a business that I just opened in 2020, a restaurant business. So March of 2020, everything pivots. And I mean, I just praised I praise God because if I had not gone to that session, that uh, event, and then immersed myself into that mastermind with those people, with Tracy and yourself and, and even TR at that point that were teaching me, I don't... I, I, I would have had a totally different mindset on it. But 2020 was one of the best years of my life. Uh, I immersed myself in any Zoom that was teaching something. I was in that class. I took the time. I had the time. So I just deep dived. I deep dived into 2020, all about personal growth, all about me, all about becoming a better leader, a different leader, uh, creating a mindset that was you know, just strong. I had a, I had a voice, an ego voice inside of me that was really, really mean, really mean, had been mean for years. Like, like when I did something wrong, I punished me and to be able to soften that and to quiet that and to manage that was so beautiful. Um, there was, you did a session and it was probably in, uh, I think it was, it was in early, 2020, like right after that event, you did a, uh, the se there's seven chakras, right? Mm -hmm. So you did a seven chakra. Uh, it, uh, it was a, it was a live zoom. Um, and it was so inexpensive, but every day or every week you did a different chakra. Yeah, Do you remember in, that? Breathe into your chakras. Yes. Yeah. It was one of your first things yeah. you ever did. Yeah. Um, and there, that, was I remember I was um, I did a half marathon in 2020. Long story, I had only I had only uh, I had only ran up to two miles without stopping in my entire life. I was overweight. I had I mean there was so many reasons why I should have failed at this, but I I was able to do this 13.1 mile. And it was the best experience of my life. Again, 2020, mind-blowing. I will always look back on 2020 and go, this happened and this happened. And But your chakra, um, breathe into your chakras, was, again, one of the first times that I had actually worked with breath. And I remember sitting on my floor doing one that you had to, like, use your voice to, like, like yeah. it wasn't just breath. It was, like, use your voice. And it was... I mean, like the height that I was able to go at that time, like into the 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 next realm, so to speak, uh, life changing, life changing. Um, I there was one that um, it was the week that I was doing my half marathon, and I was with my at the time eighteen year old niece, and I made her do it with me, oh. and it was she was like so willing and. 
Um, it was it was beautiful to see this young girl who had never done breath work before, and now you know two years later is doing breath work and really like diving into personal growth because of those first introductions. So, yeah, so much, so much. Um, twenty twenty was beautiful, and you were such a huge part of that. Uh, and then um, it was in. 2021 that I was exposed to you again um and that was in May of 2021 girl the way you took those I think there was probably what 60 of us that power like the growth that you had had in that year like I can look at my growth and I can be like oh yeah you really like made some shifts but you were over there doing your own deal like so like I mean beautiful that you're doing this right here to be able to share what you were doing because when you walked in there you were you were you were uh, a light like there was a light and then taking those 60 women from from the deepest depths to just I mean, I was with two of my friends and we were just like, we were like side by side by side. And it was this energy of the three of us that just took us to the, the, this space. There was so much spaciousness. Um, the conversations we were able to have afterwards were enlightened conversations because of of what you did there. And I knew that I wanted to work with you. In fact, I, I think I begged you. I think I begged you. I think you may have made a comment there that you wanted to do a retreat. And I said, well, you're doing a retreat. I mean, we have to, I have to be at your retreat. Yeah. So. Yeah, I do remember that. You came up to me and you're like, I, I want to tap deeper into my divine feminine yeah. energy. Mm-hmm. And that that was the words that you used. And, and you know, and at the time like I knew I was working with divine feminine energy, but I wasn't even like necessarily calling it that. You know, like I, I didn't even know. It's like, "Oh, we're just doing this and it's amazing." So for you even to be able to reflect that back to me of the power of what I was bringing to the table and that I, I could help you with that specifically was so empowering for me as well. I mean, it was, I was like, oh, okay, yeah, let's dive deeper into the divine feminine energy. Maybe this is what I'm supposed to be doing. And mm-hmm. and because I just had not heard it put exactly in that way where I could describe myself as a divine feminine teacher and channel and healer and duh that's like exactly what I do Mm, so that was such a beautiful time thank you for reminding me of that I was really really recognizing that to get to the level to get to the person who I want to be I needed to uh I needed to have balance and I was living in my masculine I mean I'm in I'm from sales background I was a single mom since I was 16 I mean like all these things said that I had to live a masculine life I chose careers that were incredibly masculine I sold cars I you know like all these things that and and I knew um I there was this knowing that I, I wanted to be more balanced with my feminine. So I was seeking out women that 
I identified as feminine. And it's interesting because I remember when I said to you, like, you are such an example of the divine feminine to me. You immediately were like, ooh, I don't know about that. I don't know. Like, I'm masculine. Like, like almost to like, I don't know what that looks like. And thank you so much again for recognizing that you are such a light to that. You have such a glow that... And, and what it also has taught me in the masculine feminine is that um, we're supposed to have both. I'm not supposed to just be this vulnerable, you know, soft, um, inviting, receiving person. I too am also a doer and a powerhouse and a, and a you know, I can take control. And I can do that in a way that doesn't feel forced, right? That, um, yeah, I just, so when you created, it was called Emerge, wasn't it? What was it? Cocoon. Yeah, the Cocoon the, the Emerge, cocoon. yeah. Yeah, where it was, there was so many symbols of cr- being a caterpillar, right? And yeah. going into that cocoon and realizing that in that cocoon, we dissolve everything. Like in the dissolving, we become this beautiful butterfly, very unique, very beautiful, um, and able to expand our wings and grow. Uh, and we would meet every month for full moon. Yep. And then we would meet for new moon. Yep. So we would meet twice a month. Yeah. The women that came to that. That was so special. So incredible. Yeah. It was the first thing that I had offered on that scale, my first retreat. And and it, it was a download that came to me. And it was the cocoon, which is a three-month um cocoon immersion where we were going in deep within ourselves and then we were going to come together on that end of the third month and emerge at at an in-person retreat and yeah it was absolutely incredible I mean and you know the first time I ever did that you put it out there and you're just like that was such a huge download I'm putting it out there I hope people sign up and I was maybe one of the first. Yeah, you were definitely. I was definitely the second, if not the first. I remember exactly where I was. I was in Mexico. We were staying at. uh, We were staying in Cancun, and your thing came through, and I was like, "Boom!" I mean, I I knew. And you got the VIP too, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, it's it's happening!" Like people do want to work with me. Like it was so exciting for me, and and in that retreat was just so beautiful I mean and it really it was so it was so soft and gentle but there yet was no pressure but yet it was also like filled with fire and just this uh, this divine feminine energy of fire mm-hmm. you know like and like you're saying like the divine feminine is not all soft and hey <laughs> receiving i mean like we are fire yes. and that's the part of us that's been so suppressed you know like that that excitement of really embodying our true self and allowing that version of us to be seen and witnessed embodied and moving throughout our day in union with our masculine energy, it's like we've got this creative, fiery energy. Mm-hmm. And with our masculine energy, we get to like combine it and just move forward as that whole person, that holy, whole person. It's beautiful. Yeah. 
It's beautiful. I remember your being at your retreat and um, first off, it was absolutely gorgeous. But I loved, I, again, I was like releasing that masculine and you had nothing formally planned. Like it was like, I don't know. Uh, there is not an agenda. Yeah. The agenda is no agenda. And every morning we would get up and we would just be flowy. And it was my really my first time where I, it it was relax. There's no this is this is just about being. It's not about doing. And it was everything that ha I mean I I look back at that and it was such a pivotal time for me. The the, the things that happened around that retreat like before it and then after it were necessary for my expansion. Yes. It was like I mean, like 2022, if I thought 2020 was a, a fantastic year, um, 2022 has been, I can, I mean, it's yeah. their words. Like, I mean, right like, now. I mean, I remember talking to you in early 2022 and being like, this is the year of stretch. This is the year of return on investment. Like I was very specific that I was only going to work with masters. I was I was going to stretch myself outside my comfort zone, uh, which I have financially, emotionally, yeah. spiritually, like yeah. physically, like I have stretched myself so much this year. And you know, the interesting thing, um, it's all been with ease. Yes. Um, and I haven't died, which is right. something that, um, you know, our body wants to tell us, don't, you're yeah. going to die. Like, yeah, you know, you can't change. You have to keep everything. It has to be difficult. You have to be stressed out all the time. Yeah. Yeah. There has been so little of that. And in fact, when I do feel resistance, I can now recognize that that means that I'm either not doing what I'm supposed to be doing or I'm doing something um, that I should uh, it really that I'm not doing something that I should be doing, yeah. right? Yep. Like, the resistance is not me, you know, doing something that I should be doing. Um, it is always that if I'm feeling resistance, it's like, oh, here's where I show up. Yeah. Here's where I uh, lean into uh, my knowing, my uh, my inner knowing. Yeah. Um, I going into this year, I would say I don't know a lot. Oh, I don't know. I don't know, and just affirming the fact that it is all within me. I, I always knew. I always knew. Act upon what I know rather than leaning into what I don't know. Right? Like, yeah. Um, being resourceful. Being um, heart-led. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, so that retreat was November of 2021. So it was exactly a year ago. Exactly. Um, so I remember we had, we had a little... We didn't mean for it to be a one-on-one, -on -one, but it ended up being a one-on-one -on -one at the retreat, you know, where it was just, we were just sitting around chit-chatting and then one thing leads to another. And mm. so... That was divine. Yeah, that was divine appointment. That was an incredible, because I don't, I'm assuming you had not done, because that was like deep Never done that. healing. Like that, that is in the throes of deep, deep, deep healing work. Mm -hmm. And so tell me more about that from, from your perspective. 
So, so yeah, that was a divine appointment. Um, so you had a beautiful uh, teacher there, um, Anita. That um, she wasn't even supposed to be there, but she she was there to support you. Um, and we had we had done a, a journey um, the day before. You had done a breathwork journey, and in that, um, I, you know what I love about you? I love that you like get in our space, right? Like you are part of our experience, um, and and you're so beautiful about it. It's not intrusive; it is an addition to it. So it's this beautiful like melding of souls uh, that I. It's, it's hard to explain, but to experience it feels natural and it takes me to a different place. So the day after I was really in meditation, I was enjoying the space again, no agenda. We were in between activities and I walked downstairs and Anita was there and I had never worked with a pendulum. I had never worked That's with, right, yeah. um, I had never heard of emotion code. Um, and in fact, I had never had a private session, right? Like an energy healing session. And um, I'll be honest, I don't remember a lot of it, but what there are some key things that I remember. Um, I remember that um, Anita was talking about my heart wall, right? Um, and she was using a pendulum and magnet, which is very emotion code. That book is, um, is a, you know, really a lifeline when it comes to that. And um, so she was working on me in a spiritual way. And then you came down and you sat right behind me. And then two of my sisters, two of these beautiful souls, took the, um, the, my head and my back. They sat far enough away, like holding space. That's what it felt like when I, when I awoke from this moment. I looked around and I felt like there was a holding of space. I remember even somebody walking down and walking right back out because they weren't in that space. Like if you really want to believe that their spirit holds this energy space for us, this was a perfect example of it. I do remember like Anita saying, you know, like, okay, you have so many stuck emotions. You have these many heart wall um, and doing the magnet and then her being like, okay, let's check. And you're like, oh no. Oh no, she's not ready. She's not ready. There's more. There's more. And you just started to use your beautiful gift around me, laying me down and touching me in a place that was stuck energy, like releasing the stuck energy and um, like touching, like grinding out this stuck energy and feeling almost... I was out of body, out of body. And Anita started singing over me. And then she started whispering. She said, your mom is here. And she just, she wants me to sing for you. She wants me to sing. And so she sang and, and you just like, again, using your energy to pull out the negative energy. And uh, it was absolutely, again, there's it's so difficult sometimes to put into words what that feeling is but that release I, like my mom had passed away probably 15 16 years prior to this i have guilt and shame and anger around my mom's death um and just like that unworthiness like i'm not worthy of being her daughter because she was such an amazing like everybody loved my mom but 
you know, feeling guilt and shame because I thought of her as weak and I thought of her as, you know, because she was very feminine, like didn't like you only saw shadows of her masculine right so for me watching that woman that would was so vulnerable and so like wrapped up into safety through others it it, it yeah but then afterwards we just danced do you remember that yes. like we danced and then we cold plunged like we like Let's go. I was so great. And then the I have photos of the other girls like watching us like, yeah, yeah, you guys just do your little whatever you're doing. Like you're nuts because um, it's November right, in yeah. Atlanta. So it's cold and it's not a heated pool. So then, all you know, three of the other girls did it and it was just a release. Like it was this release and then this cleanse. And then the rest of the event, I was a different person. I was I was. No longer that little tiny girl. I, you know, I was, um, it was all about joy then, all about play. And then it was just playful. Yeah. Yeah. And, the, and that's what the feminine energy represents is the joy, the ease, the playfulness, the yeah. silliness, the, the everything that lights you up uh-huh. and is, is your light, is the essence of you. Um, when you allow your, when that energy is moving through you, then all of a sudden you're like, this is me. I get to be me. I get to be expressed of me because that energy is no longer stuck in your heart wall. Mm-hmm. It's no longer stuck in your low back. It's no longer stuck in your groin area of, you know, for holding on to shame. And um, it just gets to move through your entire body. The energy is literally moving through your body mm. and you feel amazing. Mm-hmm. And, and that's what it is, is this is what healing is, is you are able to go into your energy centers and literally heal the energy and, and let it go. Even if it's just shining a little light on it, it doesn't even have to have a label or a title. It's just shining a light on it and then pushing it out through you or just releasing it however you need to release it. Yeah, the expansion of love that I was able to receive at that point. It was like, it was like, you know, just taking out all that junk and then filling it with love. And I mean, really, that's been what you have taught me or, or enabled for me is my expansion of love, that expansion of clearing out that those, those blocks within me uh, and being able to love others, which I thought I was pretty good at, but it always came as a transaction. There was always, if I'm not, if I love, then you'll give me this, right? Or if you don't give me that, that means I need to love more or I need to do more. So the love became very transactional or is very transactional for me until I started to realize that I can love myself. And by loving myself, it no longer is about what you're going to give me or not give me. I have enough for myself and you. So you, I don't have any expectations on your love, right? Like, mm. and, and, and the interesting thing is, is obviously we have ego in there that says, no, I want something from that person. And, and being able to soften that and go, but what would it feel like if I, if I just loved? If I just loved right now and didn't ask for anything in return, how would that feel? 
right? And, and really just practicing that, continuing to practice that, continuing. And I did continue after that, um, using the pendulum with myself, um, also with a spiritual coach that was a master at releasing um, stuck emotions. And we really worked this last year on releasing those stuck emotions, identifying them, creating a new story around them because you know in in releasing emotions our mind will continue to start continue to go back to the story of the emotion right like we want to create like everything has to be have a meaning to it so being able to release that and then put a brand new meaning to it and and, and one that's an empowering meaning has been so beneficial yeah. so yeah so I love the conversation around the heart space of giving and receiving because I feel like so many women, we give, 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 give. Like we're just, we're, it's like, how can I give any more of myself? Mm-hmm. You know, like I'm, I'm giving, but it's literally impossible when you are not open to receive that love in abundance because if not, you're only giving from half of your heart Mm -hmm. because you're not filling it back up to its fullest capacity. Mm -hmm. And so I know for me personally, that has been the, the way that I receive love and just abundance is the, is the word. I mean, I receive abundance. It is all around me and I'm so open to receive it. And because of that, now, you know, because I've done so much working on my, my own heart and receiving and giving from a place of, of true giving, you know, like coming from a place where I want to give this because I'm choosing to give this, not out of guilt or responsibility or I should or anything like that. Mm-hmm. And in doing so, my heart literally just feels like it could I mean, there are no boundaries to what I can give and receive mm-hmm. right now. And at this point in my lifetime, it is so expansive. And it's just amazing to me because I never knew my heart could feel this big. Yeah. It is so big. And to witness your heart just mm-hmm. expand so much, like just beyond I mean if, if we're if we have any blocks around it it's ourselves putting the the guards and the blocks around it being like no 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 that's okay you know yeah. and it's just is such a beautiful journey of of truly it all comes back to the heart it does of, of coming back to the give and the receive and the worthiness and the letting down the guards and and they just truly being open to receive. One thing that I really identified with is that um, what rules did I have around love? Um, and, and I had a lot of rules around love. Like I had to perform to get love. Um, you had to see me doing something special for me to receive love. Like really identifying what what do I need to have happen to feel love. And when I stopped making it so difficult to see, receive, feel love, like I can see love just by looking at somebody, right? I can see some. I can see love when my grandson who P.S. I love. 
love. Um, when he is having a major meltdown, I can just look at him and love him, like look at him, like adjusting to his new emotions, right? Or I can receive love um, when um, I walk into a room and someone says, hello, Tracy, I'm so glad you're here. Or when... The biggest thing that I understand about love now is it has nothing to do with other people. It has everything to do with me. It has everything to do with me. It has everything to do with I don't have to create or... And it really is about creating stories, right? It's about saying, well, if they if they don't look at me like right now and wink at me, they don't love me. Or if he doesn't bring me flowers today, like, you know, like even I'll, I'll use the example when I was talking to you about this about my birthday, right? Yeah. I love my birthday. Like I truly love my birthday. But I am 54 years old and I would continually, somebody would say, what do you want for your birthday? And I'd be like, I don't care. What do you want to do for your birthday? I don't care. But inside, I was like, no, what I want you to do is I want you to figure out the most beautiful gift for me. I want you to make sure you send me this many roses. And I want you to do this at this restaurant. The thing that I forgot to do is use my voice and actually tell them that that's what I wanted. So when it didn't show up, I judged like, oh, you don't love me. Like, I guess they don't love me. Right? So this last year, this 54th year, I bought myself the most beautiful green dress. I call it my birthday dress. And every time I wear it, I'm like, I am in my birthday dress. Like, I am going to get dressed up. I also knew that I wanted to go on holiday. Now, the previous year, I had told my partner, I want to go on holiday. And it wasn't a priority for him. So it's not a priority for him. So I'm not a priority for him. And if I'm not a priority for him, why am I giving him all this love? Why am I like, remember the story, right? So this year I'm like, whether he's there or not, I will not be, I will be on a holiday for my birthday. And I was on a holiday for my birthday. P.S. He was not there. He chose not to be there. So I chose to be around people that I wanted to be around. I get to make these choices. I get to make it super easy for me to create love and my life I don't need anybody else around me to create that love I don't no I have it all within me yeah. right yeah. so yeah I, I know we're talking a lot about a little bit because something happened that was in June and then something happened in July um, that you actually were a huge part of of that of part of my healing so here you know I'm in July or in June and I'm I'm learning how to create rules around love that are easy for me to see and I'm starting to experience love a lot more in July I had um, an experience that I went on a medicine journey um, and in that journey um, it was releasing a lot of those stuck emotions, those really deep emotions. Because, you know, when you start to release emotions, release those stuck emotions, we always go for the low-hanging fruit, right? Like, you know, I felt like I've been abandoned my whole life, which, you know, that's an easy story to say because, you know, when I was five years old, my dad co- sold me off for a color TV. I mean, like, I had a whole story around that. And I owned that story. Like, I was that girl, that abandoned girl, right? So every relationship after that, I was always looking for, when are you going to abandon me, right? That's a low-hanging fruit right but really getting deep 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 in that's a different and that takes a little bit of effort and for me it took a medicine journey and I'm so grateful for that but what happened after that is you 
actually released the energy that was stuck in my body because you know mentally I had released it but my body was still holding on to it and it was really the first time that I've actually ever experienced this and this just happened this year yeah in in, in Janu- July. July of right. 2022 um, uh, and I could probably tell you the date because it was transformational in this last four months this last four months has been the biggest growth in my entire life like quantum leaps in this last four months and it started with this medicine journey and then so uh, I did this medicine journey and then you graciously uh, or I like said hey I want to stay at your place um and you said yes thank you for that um and uh it was on the second day that I it was the the day after and I said you know I I think I need, I think that I'm feeling something. Like my body is feeling like I can't get past whatever. And um, I told I told your beautiful husband, I'm like, you know, don't worry. I, I'm not a screamer. <laughs> That's right. I, I'm, I'm really like, I, I'm going to have Vaughn do this work on me, but it's really not going to be that much, right? Holy wow. cannoli. Yes. I screamed. Yeah, I screamed. I, I'm remembering this now. You worked on three areas in my body. And what is so incredible is, um, so the first one was shame and it was in the groin area Mm -hmm. and you like pushed some stuff out. Um, and I remember you saying, we need to get this stuff out of here. And I'm thinking, yeah, go through my toes, right? (laughs) Like at this point you need to go through my toes cause, and you're like, oh no. And you're like going through my heart, right? And you went up, you went up. And then, so so you released that shame. And I remember feeling that release of shame. I had a lot. I mean, I was a single mom at age 15. 15, yeah, wow. right? Like, oh, there is geez. there is a lot of shame around um, sex and um, my body. Excuse me. Um, and you released that. You helped me release that. And so that is that, when we're moving through that, that is that guttural yes. release, like, a true guttural release that your body is holding on to stuff and the only way to release it is through an emotional explosion. Yeah. An emotional, it wasn't yeah. it was an emotional yeah. explosion. You then went to my lungs. Remember you yeah. went to my ribs and you're like it, it you you felt like it was dark and it was so what I'm learning now is since even that session is when things are hanging out in our rib because it was right in your rib cage, right? Yeah. So that is the version of ourselves that we hold because our solar plexus is right there and that our solar plexus is the chakra of like letting your light shine. I always describe it as your Care Bear stare. It's like, this is who I am. Woohoo. Look at me. See me. And we put that version of ourselves in a cage. How convenient the solar plexus is right there at the freaking rib cage. And so it's so easy for us to allow that version of ourselves to be put in a cage and just kind of look through, look through the cage and be like, oh, it must be nice out there, but I'm just going to stay here in a cage. And so that has been a huge like realization for me as a healer, like understanding that that's what happens and I, I don't think I understood that at that point when we were together because it was that energy that had been moving up through you and got stuck it we it was locked up in a cage mm-hmm. and and it was like we have to we have to move this out of the cage or it will stay locked up in the cage like we had to keep moving it 
And it was amazing. And it released a lot of guilt and anger around my mom. My mom died of lung cancer. Um, And it was just this. And I remember like feeling that release of, of it, it almost like an explosion of love for my mom and then you worked up through my chest but you know and I and and then it worked all through my heart like I could feel it like the energy just like like this green light explode out of my heart um but the interesting thing is is I have always had pain in my side and I've always had pain in my breast wow I have zero Zero. Like, I don't, like, I touch my breast. Like, I went to get a mammogram, you know, when I turned 50, and it was painful. I have zero pain in my, and it's, honestly, it was that experience that changed everything. So, our body does hold on to that emotion. Like, when I, when you start, when I start to feel a twinge anywhere, I'm like, okay, okay. I even had, um, plantar fasciitis right and I immediately was like what am I holding on to what am I holding on to yep right yeah 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 that's amazing isn't that so you have no more pain in that area I am absolutely scouts honor eyes to heaven zero pain in my chest like like seriously none in and that has been something that I've never ever been able to experience yeah and I, there's so many women that I work with that I have when I'm moving that energy and it, and it can get so intimate, like, cause I am in the groin yeah. area. I am in your chest area. It didn't feel like you though. It yeah. didn't feel like my like body. Invasive, right. No. Or like, uh, I'm invading yeah, your it personal didn't feel space. Like. But when I'm working in that chest area, I always feel like this is this is how breast cancer gets formed mm. because it literally, that is stuck energy mm-hmm. formed by stuck emotion mm-hmm. that is in your body that is festering right there for whatever reason and maybe it was because of your mom's lung cancer and the, and the way that your body decided to manifest it's your pain and guilt and all that stuff in that area who knows that sounds like it Sure, why not, right? Felt like it was to me. Right. It, 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 that's what felt like released. I mean, we always have, you know, it, it feels like spirit is talking to you when you're in one of these sessions. Like it, it, it never feels like I'm in my own body. And I've had a couple of journeys of different things when I'm with you um, doing breath work or whether it be with the medicine or even in meditation. My body stops to feel, it starts to feel like my body is not my own. Yeah. So right. it, 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 and in that, when you, especially with meditation and then also it's recognizing that whisper, that's not ego, but it's spirit. Right. It's right? just that knowing. Yeah. Like you, you, it doesn't make any sense necessarily, but no. you just know. Yes. And I, I mean, so, you know, it is interesting. Like what if we didn't move that from mm. your chest? How would it have manifested if it just stayed there for another 20 years you know praise god we don't have to ever find out it just is amazing to me as i'm moving because it usually will land me you know and obviously that's our heart space you know we Mm -hmm. hold so much in our heart and you know hold back in our heart and and as it's there i mean heart disease is the number one leading disease for women and Duh. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it makes perfect sense to me. It does me as well. You Honestly, the capacity for love after that, though, 
I mean, like seriously, in these last four months, and I know that you are looking at me and you know exactly like who I was that July and who I am now just four months later. And literally it's it's like four months has passed um, since that experience. And um, the 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 so you mentioned light and it's really interesting there's a couple of things that i want to say i have always felt like i have a light in me i always knew i was made for more i always knew that i was special in some way um from a young girl let your light shine you know this little light of mine has been my favorite song forever in fact when i'm doing something that i have to like distract my mind I will always sing this little light of mine. I'm going to let it shine. So what has happened for me is it has felt like almost like um, I am uh, remodeling a really old home. And with every remodel, like tearing down things, I'm finding little treasures. But what I did see is I saw that light. I saw that there was this beautiful light and it was starting every once in a while it would shine. And I think that's, you know, the people surrounding me will say, oh my gosh, you're like, you're shining your light right and I would like I would pile up clothes on top of it again like hide that light like you know because it's like oh I don't know I don't know but in these last four months it has been like the remodel is over that light is fully shine I just got shivers even saying that because and it really does feel like um tearing off that last little bit to let that light shine and to finally put it onto my lamp or onto my table so everybody can see it like watch out world like if this is your first introduction to tracy Linners, wait there's more but then i wanted to talk about the heart right and there was this beautiful image that came to me that you know we think of movie stars and they all have these gates in front of their house to protect them right um but some movie stars they use those gates as prisons. And that's really what I can kind of consider my heart wall to be. Like it was this gate. And this gate was in an automatic locked position because I was in a prison. There was rust on the on the hinges. Like and and you know, with each new expansion, that gate started to move a little bit, right? And I was able to receive and give love a little bit more than I was just a little bit ago. And it was in this last weekend, really, that I'll tell you that my heart gate just flew open, like fully open. And what I realized, though, is that the natural state is closed. So right now, my natural state is closed. So I have to be really aware. Do I, like... Am I being closed off right now? But also, this gate was never meant to be an open gate. It was never meant to be a closed gate. It was meant to open and close because there are still times that I need to discern this is not healthy. They, these people are trying to hurt me. And that's when I can close that and not get hurt, not, not feel unsafe because isn't that what we're all looking for? We're looking for that safety. I am now in control of the opening and closing. I'm no longer in a prison. I am in, I protect, I protect myself, but I don't put myself in a prison any longer because my heart gate is open. 
And I imagine that my heart gate is now like, it's, you know, it's just been polished. So it's got this beautiful gold, right? Like nice, fresh finish. Fresh finish, right? Like, you know what I'm talking about. There's a big, like, you know, my emblem is on there. Everybody knows this is Tracy's gate. So I just, I love, love, love that my gate is open today. And, but it took a journey and it, you know, just like a rusty door, just like remodeling a house, it doesn't have happen like that we have to do the work right it's been the piece i know you're never gonna release or receive anything that you are not ready for and a year ago we couldn't have done Mm -hmm. what you've done in the past four months for Mm -hmm. yourself like it's the it's the layers and the peeling of the way and the integration i mean Mm. you have to have time to integrate into these you know because once these layers are gone then there's a vulnerable raw version of yourself like Oh, I feel so exposed. Like, mm-hmm. ah. And so you have to get to know that version of yourself because you don't know that version of yourself. Yes. Um, yeah. So it's just so amazing the the journey and now being in a place where your heart is so open and just what can happen for you in the next four months and then mm-hmm. like this time next year like what is your life going to look like what is it going to feel like like because right now I know you feel and I, I experienced this too it's like I feel so good like how mm-hmm. how much better can it get mm-hmm. and then it always get because I remember this time last year I just felt so on top of the world I was like oh my life is I think just absolutely perfect and it was absolutely perfect mm-hmm. and now my life is absolutely perfect. It's completely different and mm-hmm. a lot more expanded in the past year. And it's exactly how it should be right now. Mm-hmm. And I know that this time next year, it will be who knows what. But all I know is I'm here for the constant expansion mm-hmm. and, and the unknown and just leaning into the unknown and, and the surrender. And that's what surrender is. I mean, we, we talk about surrender all the time. You just got to surrender into the unknown. Well, how do you do that, though? I mean, it's it's literally allowing your heart to be open and trusting in the experiences of, of what's next into yeah. the unknown. Well, and, and it's doing the work daily. I mean, so so one of the things that's really key for me now is my daily my daily practice. You do have a because very inspiring daily I, practice. I I also know that it would be really easy to um, go into um, the feeling of my life is good and my life is good. I have a good life, yeah. right? But I also know that this isn't it, right? Right. And, and we have to enjoy where we are. I'm not saying that it's about, you know, like doing and doing. It's not about the, it's not about the graspiness, but it is about the intentionality of I am moving forward. And sometimes that feels like standing still, but even in standing still, I'm still doing my morning and my morning has to be about breath work. And I thank you so much for introducing that to me uh, two years ago, because it's been a game changer for my life. Um, I want you to explain, cause I loved how you described your, how you use your breath in your meditation now and like what clicked with you recently that in the stillness of the breath. Oh, sure. Sure. So um, there was a couple of things. First off, I was really putting pressure around myself that I do my meditation right. There's so many people that are saying like, count to 10, like, and if you lose your track, get back to 10. Like there's all these people telling me how to do my meditation. And this beautiful sister Shivani said, 
Um, here's the thing about meditation. If you're doing it, you're doing it right. Yeah. That you don't, right. there are no rules no, no around rules, meditation. People. There are no the rules. The only thing about meditation that we are looking for is stillness. Yeah. It is just being in stillness. And then um, a beautiful master uh, said to me, it is, uh, it is in the... It is in the stillness between the breaths that you're looking for. So when we breathe in, hold. That's what we're looking for. So breathe in, hold. That's the stillness you're looking for. Yeah, and then breathe that. out, hold. That's the stillness we're looking for. So it's at the top and the bottom of our breaths that we're actually the most connected with spirit. So when we breathe in, yeah. as we do, hold, breathe out, hold. And it's, it feels so good. Like when, you, as soon as you, as you're saying that, like I, I, when you're saying that this morning and I was doing it, I was like, oh my gosh, that feels so good. And it's not a conscious breath work. Mm -hmm. It's just a breath that mm -hmm. you are feeling. I can get there. Then you're in that stillness. Like that. And then you drop it down. Mm -hmm. And then you are there, and then you bring it right back in. Oh, it's so beautiful. Just the stillness of it. Yep. That at the top and the bottom. Yeah. I mean, that's, that, that's like the most simple, basic thing ever. Like, I and I haven't even heard it explained like that mm -hmm. before or or used it, um, I guess, so gently, yeah. so beautifully. To the other just, thing is just, stop putting time limits. Why are we saying that it has to be 20 minutes? Oh, I don't have 20 minutes. Well, then do five. Um, Dr. Mark Hyman said this. I don't have, um, I don't have enough time not to do breath or not to do meditation. Like it is so, it is, it is so important that we are finding stillness every single day and the best time to do it is right away in the morning. Yeah. Uh, because Dr. the day is going to get away exactly. from you because we're exactly. human. But and... we also want to set ourselves up because you know life is happening around us. And if we want life to be happening for us, we need to be the director of that. And the way to do that is to be in control of that, right? And the way that we're in control of that is I know what, how to find my stillness. In any chaos, I can find my stillness. And it really is, for me, it's closing my eyes, putting my hand on my on my heart, breathing in, holding, connecting, because that's my connection. Yeah, it's not about the count. Nope. I, I think that's real important nope. that people understand this is not hold at the top for the count of three. No, you are just just breathing and holding Identifying and then that. releasing. Yep. And that's all you're doing, just allowing yourself to be in the stillness. Yep. Because yeah. people do, I know I do. I mean, I, you know, when I'm listening to a guided meditation, especially when they're like, hold it at the top, one, two, three, you know, I'm like, eh, you know, right. and it's just like, ah, that's just like chatter that I don't want to hear right now. And so I just love that. So thank, thank you. you. Yeah. Thank you for sharing yeah, that. Yeah, it's been, it's been altering, altering. I, my, my meditation is... Um, it's a non-negotiable in my life. Yeah. As well as journaling. Journaling is the other thing. And reading. I love to read. So. Yeah. I will say your your daily spiritual practice mm -hmm. inspires me. And hopefully it will inspire anyone else listening just to carve out that space and time. Because it is easy to get lost and forgotten in the day. And I know there's many days. I mean, if I don't set that intention, 
it'll be three or four days before I sit alone with myself, you know, mm-hmm. with intention of just like, let me just take some deep breaths and calm my mind and just feel what I need to feel. Yeah. I would say if you're a mama, just go into your bathroom yeah. and tell them that you're taking a shower, put your butt on the floor and uh, just spend five minutes with spirit, yeah. five minutes with yourself, yeah. five minutes to align, to say, I, I, uh, I'm just going to rock this day. I'm going to rock this, you know, yeah. this is who I am. So yeah, it's been, it's been amazing. So, yeah. wow. and that it, it all started with you. I mean, it really literally all started with you teaching me how to use my breath to get me to a place where I can have stillness. So thank you. That's beautiful. Thank you, Tracy. And I must say you look different, like mm-hmm. your energy, your light, your skin, your hair, your body, you look just your eye color looks different. Like everything about you just is glowing and shiny and welcoming. And I just like want to crawl in and give you the biggest hug. So I'm about okay, to. Okay, so we're so, going to be yeah, done now because yes, we're going to have a moment. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. So thank you, Tracy. I love you, you so much. And me. thank you, everyone, for listening. All right. I'll talk to you soon. Bye. I am so grateful you played in the cosmos with me today. If you enjoyed this episode, it would mean so much to me if you left a review so other open-minded souls can come along this quantum healing journey too. I am most active over on Instagram, so come find me at Vampiro and say hello. Talk to you soon.